for number seven. I took Rothko for granted. And it's only, I think, when I came to the United States that I moved from, okay, Rothko is important because it's written in a book, to, oh, Rothko is important because actually when I am in front of a Rothko, I'm in front of something that for me is difficult to describe if I stick to the conventional parameter of painting. Mm, next. That's what it is, that, you know, when you look at you know, a line of the, the place where the orange meets the red or, you know, the red meets the blue or something is happening. And that's this vibration. He still believed somehow that color was a better vehicle for communicating interior states of emotion and feeling, and that there could be a kind of universality achieved purely through color. Mm. Here's an artist, Mary Weatherford, talking about there's a truth in, in painting this big with using colors, not trying to tell a story with his art. Number nine. I mean, that's sort of what Rothko's getting at. It's as if, it, it, as if it's existed forever. It's a truth. Musical composition, people can kind of clearly see that there's a, a practice to that. You don't just sit down and express yourself because it's going to turn out like bang, 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 bang. But somehow people think that that can happen with painting. Nope. Number 10. You know, a piano concerto, there's like, there are 88 keys. There are an infinite number of colors. Rothko is moving around the color wheel. There are these kind of moments where one color will peek out from behind another color and disrupt a whole passage or kind of give some sense of how the color came to be. Number 11. I'm always interested in the edges. The painting's not going to go on forever. That's life is going on forever. Like, painting is going like, this is me. And what is outside of me? His brushstroke turns the corner. It does not go off. It turns the corner. It's like the edge of the painting is a force field that's pressing on the interior of the painting. When Kai Lenny goes up on the cliff, well, Duke Hanamoko standing at the shore of Newport Beach, looking out on this vast ocean, you can see the blending of the different colors from the white water to the blue to the green. That's what it's like when you look at a Marth Rothko painting, particularly a big one. It draws you in and it forces you to live in the moment. 12. They're a little bit greedy and they, they ask for you to kind of be there with them in order to get something more than, oh, it's a red, red plane of color or it's blue. To do something more than that, I think, takes some real presence. Mm, number 13. I can actually stare at it until I empty myself actually feelings, until I am only interested in uh, the color that are in front of me or the um, emotional, psychological space that I am in. And finally, listen to this. This is the artist Mary Weatherford talking about the space, the energy between the painting and the viewer. This is what bigness does. It takes you to a different level. I never realized there was a space between a painting and the viewer 
that someone could capture. Maybe that's what the big wave does. Maybe that's what happens when we look at David 17 feet tall. This is what you feel when bigness is in front of you. When you look at Mount Rushmore, or you look at the pyramids in Egypt. Number 14. In order to see the road go, you have to look at the road go. And looking means that you need to stop. You need to slow down. You need to let the vibration of the color affect you. You don't do that if you just see the road go. It's easy to see a road go. It's difficult to look at a road go. Like the energy between the viewer and the painting, it's like that, that space, like that space where this thing is happening, it's almost like that's the work of art. That's when Kai Lenny says, when I make that bottom turn at the bottom of this massive wave, I have the power of a fighter jet, but I now become an artist. These are complicated feelings, trying to capture in sports, in art, and in my world of surgery. And it makes your life so much more special when you don't just see it, but you look. Ah, I love it. All right, the number is 877-710-ESPN. The clinic will be open. Can't wait to talk to you, the weekend warrior. It's time for some clap revision. God, what a show, Steve Paulette. You're amazing. You're listening to the one and only Weekend Warrior Show here on 710 ESPN. Check out the Weekend Warrior Facebook Know Your Knee Posts. One of the most complicated areas of the body. ACL, PCL, MCL, patella supplication. Really? Dr. Clapper translates the language of your knee on the Weekend Warrior Facebook page. Simply type in Weekend Warrior in the search bar and click on Doc's picture. Wow! Your knee feels better already. Damn right. Like, follow, and feel better with the Weekend Warrior Facebook page.